Hey, this is ENFP Dream Fan. Uh, for this extended episode, I'm breaking down who I think will be the final teams to qualify for the tourney selection show, uh, which will be taking place Sunday uh, at 7 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. Uh, so super excited, just like I'm sure a lot of you are listening uh, on who's going to be announced. So these are just my projections on who will be the final teams in. Uh, to start off, uh, here's teams that won their conference tournaments uh, since the last episode to guarantee a spot. Uh, in the American East, Albany was the second seed in their conference, finishing 23-9, and and are winners of 6-7. and seven, six of seven. Uh, Their last loss was to Maine, and they avenged that loss with a win over them in the American East tourney to qualify for the tournament. Uh, in the Big Sky, it will be 22-12 and 12, Montana State won 75-64 over Northern Arizona. Uh, in the MAC, it, it was a great game to watch. Uh, Fair and Woolley uh, combined for 59 points for Buffalo uh, in a 79-75 victory over Ball State. And uh, just like IUPUI and UNLV, I, I think this is another team that uh, can win a round or two potentially, uh, depending on who they're playing. So that should be a lot of fun come next week. Um, and the MAC, uh, number one Fairfield, uh, won their tournament. They've won 15 in a row um, heading into the tourney next week. Uh, in the SWAC, uh, 23 Jackson State will be representing. Uh, Williams Holiday uh, shot a perfect 5 for 5 in the game uh, for 14 points and 9 rebounds in a victory over Alabama State. Uh, in the MEAC, uh, Howard won 61-44 over Norfolk State. Uh, they finished the season 20-9 and nine off of Destiny Howe's 25 points. Uh, in the Ivy, uh, the predicted winner, Princeton, uh, won the championship. They didn't lose a single game in Ivy League play, and they're just, they've just been a dominating team for a bit now. Uh, Chen finished with 30 points and a 77-59 victory over Columbia. Uh, in the WAC, uh, Stephen F. Austin finished 28-4 and, and will represent the WAC Conference in the NCAA Tourney uh, with their 74-57 victory over Grand Canyon. Uh, in Conference USA, 22-9 and uh, top seeded Charlotte won the Conference USA title over Louisiana Tech to, uh, earlier tonight, uh, 68-63. Uh, in the Atlantic Sun, it was looking like a really close one between Florida Gulf Coast and Jacksonville State. Uh, but thankfully for teams that are just on the bubble, uh, Florida Gulf Coast did uh, pull away behind Kirsten Bell. Um, so they will be the only representative in the Atlantic Sun. Uh, in the Big West, uh, Hawaii UC Irvine is still taking place at the time that I'm recording this podcast. Uh, but it has no uh, change to what uh, my rankings will be or anything. Uh, there will only be one team representing this conference. Uh, same as the Southland, which will be taking place tomorrow between uh, Incarnate Word and uh, Southeast Louisiana. Uh, in the Colonial, uh, one of my favorite players, Jasmine Dickey in Delaware, uh, were elim eliminated by Towson. Uh, Towson and uh, Drexel will meet tomorrow in the Colonial Finals. Uh, in the Big 12, uh, there's nothing that uh, will destroy bubble teams' chances. It's just two teams that are going to have uh, top two seeds in the, the NCAA tournament between Baylor and Texas. Uh, Melissa Smith has just been so much fun to watch. Uh, she had 37 points today and a 91-76 win uh, over Oklahoma. Uh, the biggest upset today happened in the Missouri Valley Conference. Uh, 
Missouri State was upset by Northern Iowa uh, in the semifinals. Uh, I'll go over where they sit shortly. Um, top seed at Southern Illinois also lost. So it'll be Northern Iowa against Illinois State uh, in the final tomorrow uh, to determine uh, who gets to go between those two teams. Uh, Southern Illinois did not have the resume to get an at-large bid. It's only Missouri State that potentially has a chance. Um, so um, as discussed in the last episode, um, I project six at-large spots remaining um, from the teams that um, have already locked it. Um, here's the 20 teams I'll be going over in alphabetical order. Alabama, Arkansas, Boston College, Dayton, DePaul, Duke, Florida State, Liberty, Marquette, Florida State, Mississippi State, Missouri, Missouri State, Northwestern, Oregon State, South Dakota State, Texas A&M, Toledo, UCLA, and Villanova. Uh, so um, how I'm going to start this is I'm just going to eliminate teams and segments, go over why um, I don't think they have a chance to qualify for the tournament, and then uh, we'll go from there. So let's uh, go ahead and start with the first five teams that had solid seasons, but aren't really a serious contender to me to hear their name called on Sunday. So these were a little easier uh, to eliminate for me. So um, first off, uh, Toledo. They finished 26-5, and five, so they had a great season in the MAC, uh, but they didn't have any top-tier wins or any head-to-head -head victories against other bubble teams, uh, losing to both Dayton and Missouri State earlier in the season. Um, they should be a threat next season, though, with three players who averaged over 30 minutes a game returning next season, including uh, leading scorer Lockett. Um, they lost to Ball State in the MAC semifinals. Uh, Liberty finished 27-4, and four. And they did have a, a solid victory against Virginia Tech by 19 points earlier this season, but it's not enough. They lost both matchups to Florida Gulf Coast by single digits. If they had won one of those, they may have had more serious consideration by me, but um, they lost to Jacksonville State off of Buzzer Beater, Beater in the Atlantic Sun semifinals. Uh, Michigan State finished 15-15. and 15. Uh, Nia Cloudon had a phenomenal season for the Spartans, but they needed a deep tourney run uh, in the Big Ten to have a serious shot. Their biggest wins were over Michigan State, over Michigan and Northwestern. They lost to Ohio State in the quarterfinals. Uh, Texas A&M finished 14-15, and 15, but they also needed a deep run uh, for them in the SEC to have a legitimate chance. Uh, the Aggies had some solid wins over DePaul, South Dakota, Northwestern, Arkansas, Kentucky. Um, if they had played in another conference besides the SEC, I, I think we're having a long conversation on uh, them potentially qualifying for the tournament. But just with how their season ended, uh, I just don't see them having a chance. Uh, and then lastly, uh, Oregon State finished 14-13. and 13. At the beginning of the season, it seemed like they were a, a for sure in in the tournament with single losses to Notre Dame and Michigan. Uh, the Beavers ended losing seven games by single digits, and their wins against Oregon, Colorado, and UCLA just aren't enough to propel them in. Uh, they lost to Stanford in the quarterfinal. If they had won that, uh, that would have been a huge win over uh, what will be a, a number one seed, but uh, they were not able to, to win that matchup. So we're now down to 15 teams. Again, there's six slots available, uh, in my opinion. This is where it started getting more tricky for me. Here's the next four um, that have decent resumes, but not enough to make it into the final 10 to me. Uh, South Dakota State finished 23-9 and 17-1 and during conference play. 
They had wins over South Dakota and UCLA, but needed a couple more non-conference victories to be selected. Um, their losses to fellow bubble teams really hurt uh, to Mississippi State and Missouri State. Um, the Jackrabbits lost to South Dakota in the Summit Finals. Marquette finished 21-10 and and made the Big East semifinals. Unfortunately, they only had three quality ones this season. Uh, they beat DePaul twice and Creighton. Uh, they didn't get any wins outside of the Big East. Uh, so they lost uh, twice to Villanova, who's also on the bubble, and a loss to Seton Hall. I just don't think they have enough to, to really be considered uh, for the tournament. Uh, Alabama uh, finished 17-13 and 13 and had strong wins over Tennessee, Texas A&M, and then Georgia in the SEC tournament um, over their last 10 games. Um, however, uh, same as Marquette, just no quality non-conference victories to boost that resume. Uh, Duke and Mississippi State uh, had wins over them, and Missouri uh, also had a victory over them. So. Uh, another one in the SEC tournament made it may have made things more interesting, but uh, yeah, I do not have the Crimson Tide uh, in discussions for uh, those final spots. Uh, UCLA went 14 and 12, uh, but their only quality wins were over Washington State and Arizona. Um, they only suffered one bad loss to Kent State, but didn't win uh, the opportunities they had against bubble teams. Uh, South Dakota State beat them. And uh, they had a really close loss to Oregon uh, in the Pac-12 quarterfinals, 63-60. to uh, If they had won that, uh, it, the game would have been a lot more interesting for the Pac-12. Uh, then the last one of this grouping uh, that did not make the tournament, and I did this early on, uh, a lot of people have Dayton right on the outside or one of the last teams in, but uh, I just do not think they have the resume to receive serious consideration. Uh, they finished a solid 25 and 5. Uh, they lost, but they lost to UMass in the Atlantic 10 attorney uh, finals to not receive an automatic qualifier. And again, just don't think they have a, a serious resume. Um, the, their only quality win outside of conference play was against Toledo. And they lost by double digits to other bubble teams, uh, Mississippi State and Duke. So now we're down uh, to the final 10. Uh, this is where it became really difficult for me. It took a lot of time to um, dissect the resumes and decide who I thought was going to be in and who was who just fell short. Uh, six out of these 10 teams will make it. Uh, and there weren't any, uh, there's not any more upset possibilities to take away one of these spots. So I, I really think uh, this will be the final projection for me uh, going into tomorrow. So uh, if you disagree with any of my opinions, again, feel free uh, <laughs> to uh, hit me up on Twitter at ENFP DreamFan and uh, tell me who you thought uh, should have been in uh, before the selection show tomorrow night. Um, so I'm going to start with two teams that I think for sure made it. Uh, Arkansas, uh, 18 and 13, built their resume entirely through conference play. Um, solid wins over Alabama, twice over Mississippi State, LSU, and really key, uh, they won all three games over Missouri, including in the SEC tournament. Um, and they only had a week, one week loss to, to Vanderbilt, so I, I think they're for sure in uh, Arkansas. And then Florida State, uh, they pretty much built their entire tourney resume in the final 10 games of the season. Uh, they went 7-3, and three, and during that stretch, they had wins over Notre Dame, uh, Duke, 
Boston College twice and Georgia Tech. Uh, that second Boston College win took place in the ACC quarterfinals, and I just think that clinched the spot on the tourney for them after they won it. Uh, I felt it after they won that game, and then just going through the resumes now, uh, I, I feel really confident that Florida State will uh, be in the dance. Um, now for uh, who I think will be the last uh, four teams to not make it. Uh, so I'm going to start with uh, the team that had a, a tough upset today, uh, Missouri State. Again, had a great season. They went 24-7, and had solid wins over Virginia Tech, South Dakota State, Missouri, and Toledo. Um, however, they lost to um, Big 12 cellar dweller Oklahoma State, as well as losses to Northern Iowa, Illinois State, and an 18-point loss to Loyola Chicago towards the end of the season. I, I just don't think this is a team uh, that deserves to be in the tournament. Uh, Mississippi State had a strong first half of the season and racked up victories uh, over bubble teams South Dakota State, Dayton, uh, Alabama, Missouri, and a top-tier win over Ole Miss. Um, unfortunately, uh, they lost seven of their last eight games to end the season, including losses to Missouri and Arkansas during that stretch. Uh, it was a really close call Uh especially with them not having any bad losses on their resume, but the late season collapse ended their tourney hopes to me. Uh, similar situation to Mississippi State, Duke just had an epic collapse uh, to end the season. Uh, they had some high-quality wins uh, over, uh, they beat bubble teams Alabama and Dayton, and then just three solid wins over Miami, Notre Dame, and Big Ten tournament champion Iowa. Uh, but the Blue Devils lost six of their last eight, including a blowout loss to Boston College and to a 5-22 and Virginia. Um, without that Virginia loss, I, I would have strongly considered them uh, making the field, just with the, the wins I mentioned and just having that one bad loss. But, uh, yeah, sorry, they wouldn't have had any bad losses um, if they hadn't lost to Virginia. But, yeah, I, I just... Don't think they have the, the resume now to be one of those last four teams in. Um, my final team out, uh, again, this was really hard, uh, but it's Boston College. Uh, their win over Duke at the end of the regular season moved them ahead of them, uh, but their early season losses to Boston and VCU uh, just uh, really damaged their resume. Uh, their wins over Notre Dame, Miami, and the previous mentioned Duke just weren't enough uh, to put them into the tourney to me. So uh, fans of the, the other teams, <laughs> uh, congratulations. So I'm going to go over why I selected these last four teams to make it. A couple of them were by the, the Skinner T. So uh, let me jump into these. Uh, Missouri, this was an easy one to select. They went 18 and 12. Uh, they finished the season three and seven. So that's what had me a little skeptical, uh, but they were heavily bolstered by their upset win of number one South Carolina earlier in the season, along with wins over Florida, Mississippi State, Alabama, and Texas A&M. Uh, the next team I have is Villanova. Uh, they finished 23-8. and eight. Uh, They're another team that were propelled by another major upset victory. For them, it was uh, at UConn. Uh, they also had uh, victories against Creighton, twice against Marquette, DePaul, and Oregon State. Um, early season losses to Temple and Providence uh, were almost their downfall, but I decided they 
had done enough, especially with that upset one of UConn to, to be in the field. Uh, this next one uh, I'm personally happy for, um, it's DePaul. Uh, I had them, I was thinking that they were going to be out after their 20-point loss to uh, Marquette in the, the Big East uh, quarterfinals. Uh, but just looking over their resume, uh, I just really think they deserve to be in. Uh, they were number one in points per game. Uh, and they accumulated wins outside the conference uh, over Northwestern and SEC tournament champion Kentucky. Um, they also split the season series with Villanova and Creighton. Uh, DePaul had uh, one questionable loss to Seton Hall, but also had a, a close loss to Notre Dame. So I just feel like they have a solid enough resume to, to bring who should be freshman player of the year, uh, Morrow, uh, to get experience in the tournament. And then the last spot, uh, it goes to a, another uh, fellow Chicago team. Uh, I have uh, Northwestern in. Uh, extremely close call. This was a team that definitely got in uh, by the skin of their teeth. They, they definitely uh, represent that definition. Uh, questionable losses to Pittsburgh, Penn State, and Minnesota. Uh, but they, they just had a, a win over South Dakota out of non-conference play. And big conference wins over Iowa and Michigan that were uh, two teams that were uh, top teams in the conference and everything. And uh, to me, it just brings Veronica and Burton and uh, Northwestern into the field. Uh, so, yeah, the, that's who I think is going to reach the tournament. Again, feel free to reach out or express your own feelings uh, on Twitter. And I look forward to seeing the results with the rest of you tomorrow evening. And then, uh, again, starting next week, I'll be going over region by region uh, key players for the WNBA draft to watch, uh, especially um, how it pertains to the Atlanta Dream, uh, and also just going matchup by matchup for, through the first two rounds on who I think will win. So uh, a lot of exciting things to look forward to. Uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later.